Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Shana Dixon. And today we are going to be talking about knowing your worth or your value. Did I describe that right? I, I think you did, but I'm, I'm so torn on this because I think there's so many different ways that we can come at this. Mm-hmm. Like from <laughs> something that I was actually talking about earlier today is your family and how you how you grew up. Um, mm-hmm. You have some family things going on. And I was talking to to Charles and he was like, yeah, you know, I never got along with my family. You know, we were cool, but they'd always be like, you think you think you're better than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I experienced that too. Did you have that kind of? I never thought I was better than anybody. Well, I didn't say that you thought that, that people uh-huh. said that to you or perceived that you, yeah, you thought yeah. you were better than them. Yeah, I don't know that anyone has said that to my face other than a stranger. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. But... But yeah, I mean, perhaps, I mean, perhaps I want to say, yeah, people think that I think that of myself. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 And and, and so in this, though, it was so funny because he was like, he's like, I'm grown now. So when we were kids, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, nah, I'm not better. (laughs) You know, we we on the same level. He's like, I felt like he said, I felt like we were playing on a different point system. (laughs) He's like, but but now I'm an adult, so I got some metrics for you. They were doing algebra. You were doing calculus. I mean, it, something was going on with the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I just think that that is so relevant to life. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, we're no longer kids. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. there is something about knowing your value, mm-hmm. knowing what you're worth, and putting standards around those kinds of things, right? Like, yeah. like I just think it was, fo- it's really like faux pas. Like before, mm-hmm. it was like, like I, I felt like I grew up with the you can't think you're better than anyone else kind of, kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess you know that part of it that I take issue with is why you have to compare yourself to someone else, you yeah, know? But but if you notice though, I don't think it's ever the people who are being perceived as in the superior mm-hmm. that's doing the comparison. Like every mm-hmm. scenario that I've heard that in, it's always someone saying that another person who hasn't said anything mm-hmm. is projecting this, this thing. Right, or, right. Does that make sense? That does make sense. But but the way you're describing it is like you are better than somebody. But you are. <laughs> and I'm you like, are. so that doesn't so, so, so let me put this in, in line for you. So, so one of the challenges right now that we're talking about in, in the work environment Mm-hmm. is the great resignation and, and the lack of skilled talent and mm-hmm. and that now we're in an employee market. Right. Like, like here's the reality now. Right. So you grew up or I grew up saying mm-hmm. I'm not better or I'm not this or whatever. Right. But that stuff matters because mm-hmm. if you're going up against somebody for an employment opportunity, right. I got to know that I'm good, that I'm better than this person because I have this skill, this skill, this skill, because I bring this to the table, because I do this. So, so there is a metric right, <laughs> for determining whether you are of more value or not. I mean, it, it just... It just doesn't sit well with me. Like, I hear what you're saying, but it, it seems even contradictory to me, even in the same sentence. How? You know what yeah, I mean? Go, go for it. Go. So, like, I think you can be all of those things. You could be, you could bring X, Y, and Z to the table, and that can set your value, right? You don't need to say, because this person so, hasn't done X, Y, Z, something else. And then, like, I'm comparing your value to... I know, you guys can't see my I know she, she she's giving me an eye over here. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I want to say it feels contradictory to say that together, but let me finish. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm going to give you all a concrete example. Like, 
I, y'all know I'm self-employed and so I charge a rate, right? And so, you know, over the years, my rate has increased and I have multiple clients. And so it has increased at different rates across each client, unfortunately. But I feel like you need a benchmark, right? To know what you could even possibly ask for. And so in that sense, I say, okay, what is the what is the market expecting at the time? But to me, I'm not comparing it to a single individual, but like, what is the, you know, I'm this, have this number of years of experience. I focus on, you know, this industry, I do these like lines of business, right? And I'm comparing it to a group of people. I, but I, that to me sounds emotional. Like, like yeah. I hear you saying that I can't say that I'm better than this person, even though all the facts say that I am. Because I and think that sounds like that sounds like a societal thing. That it this was seems put on you. unnecessary, is what I'm trying to get but at. Is it? Because if you're selling yourself, mm-hmm. so so in that same predicament, right? You could have somebody else who is charging a lesser rate, right? And, right. And you're going to go to that interviewer, that sales pitch, and you're going to yeah. say, "You need to hire me because I have this over my competition." They may be, but that's they, but that's they, the they, thing. They may be hiring. They may be, you know, charging a lower rate. I say, and let them, and let them. <laughs> so, because so, so wait, so wait, so so you're yeah. going to allow your client to get a lesser quality because you're not willing to say you're better. Because if like my work speaks for itself, I don't <laughs> listen. I don't even not have. Sales pitch, it doesn't. I don't have to do sales. Is the point like your work speaks for yourself? What is for you is for but you. It doesn't. It but does. It, so, so, okay, let me, let me put something out for you now. So I work for a company mm-hmm. where we have a competitor nipping at our tail. Yeah. They are, everything that we're bidding on, they're bidding on. And they're they're, they're charging a third of the price. And we, right. had to come, we had to come to the table and say, we know that they're going to throw out a number that is a third of the price. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. And, and, and so we sat there. We had, we had a conversation about it. We were like, we, we pulled out in, in, in the product landscape a competitive analysis right. and we said we are beating them here we are doing this and so in market terms they mm-hmm. are a low-cost leader they are a walmart compared to target right mm-hmm. and, and we are the target our, our our product is superior we offer superior service you're gonna have a better experience right but if they go in and they say we are the low-cost leader mm-hmm you're going to, in order to get that business in any scenario, you're going to have to say that. You're going to have to say that we are not a low-cost leader. We are not yeah. giving a lesser quality so we can get the less, the least price out there. Right. We are a quality <laughs> provider that's going to charge you a little bit more, but you're going to have a better experience. Mm-hmm. And, and that is saying that our product is superior. But to me, you wouldn't even have to say that if you had the right client. If the client knew what they were looking but, but for, you wouldn't know? have to explain so, so, it. So how do you, they know? You work in a very niche market, right? But but I'm saying... People know who you are already. Reason, the only reason you know the difference between Walmart and Target is because you walked into both. No, right? no. You could have never wow. walked into either and you wouldn't know the difference based on who talks about them. You so, know what? So, wait, wait, so wait. Let, on, me, so let me say my go, example. Go ahead, go ahead. Paris Hilton, about 15, 20 years ago, on her little show where she had with Nicole Richie, said, Walmart, (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) she said, does Walmart sell walls? And you know why she said that? Because this girl has never been to Walmart before in her entire life, nor did she ever need to go. So having never, if I had never been to Target, 
I mean, if I had never been to Walmart, I would be like, well, Paris Hilton does the job there. So it's obviously not for her. You know what I mean? Like it's a different class of clients that you're trying to attract. And if they want something that's low budget, guess what? They're going to go with the low budget person. You don't have to convince do them to do otherwise. If nobody said that, if nobody says this is low budget and this is right, this is better. As I'm like, the work speaks for itself. Whenever Everybody, I am submitting. No. So hold on. So hold on. No. Everybody doesn't ask for a submission of your work in the bidding process. And that's what I'm saying. It's a problem for the client for not being a smart client. You know what so I mean? You're saying, so so let me let me reiterate what you just what I just heard you say. Yeah. You're saying you shouldn't boast about being better than someone else that you should be silent and let them make the decision on their own. You shouldn't be silent. But honestly, I've learned a lot being in this entrepreneur space. Mm -hmm. There are some clients you don't want. And if I have a client about to drop millions of dollars and they didn't do their due diligence, that sounds like a terrible client to have, first of all. But I'm like, I think on what we forget for ourselves and not to get too far away from the topic, but it's like we're we have the power to vet just as the person is vetting. We us. do. But as a as a person providing services, you also have the ability and, and the power to sell yourself. If you want to do that, I mean, you can, but honestly, in my experience, I haven't had to, and I don't think you should have to. Like if you're doing what you are designed to do, you don't have to do that. And you I, are the first I, person I, to I, tell I, me that you don't have to, disagree. you don't have to fight or like things should be, come to you fight. easy. I'm saying it is perfectly fine it is perfectly natural for you to be able to say and going back to our, our topic mm -hmm. that i am better and i mean i think we have to agree to disagree okay. on this okay. and i think you know this this is part of our differences yeah. right like when we come to the show we we understand that you know we were raised in the same household for a few years <laughs> right Just for a few. even though we're sisters we have such a different experience yep. and outlook on life and you know i think we we took the conversation a little left here but i think it's important to highlight like we don't have to agree on everything yeah. but i think what's important is like we understand these differences that we have and how that's playing out for us I, yeah. in our work together no, no in that though i just think it's so interesting that <laughs> like i hear you but i haven't heard your logic yet I, I, I hear an emotional plea for not saying that you're better than someone else. And I hear on the opposite end, an emotional plea to have to say that about yourself. So I, what I'm thinking about is like, this is actually very fundamental, like how we operate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for me, I, I have a lot of insecurity around, right? Like being too boastful or too prideful. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, and so I don't. It, it's so funny though because I don't have that at all because I don't feel like I do that ever. Like, yeah, like I don't feel like that's in my nature. So I, I, I think that I am miles away from being too boastful about something. But what it? But what do you think is driving your standpoint about selling myself? Yeah, because I had to do it because mm -hmm. I realized that when you walk into a room, no one can see your differences by looking at you. And you don't, so what we're having this conversation, it really reminds me of going all the way back to Blake, yeah. like in our yeah. getting in there. So I'm like, all of this, this is like therapy, y'all. What is it? I'm having a moment here right now. But I'm like, I just feel like that. So 
Can you give a little backdrop? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, I'm like, and 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 it's so funny because I'm thinking about it as, as I go into all my experiences, but I feel like I can be in a room. <laughs> so I I, ha I have a negative example too that I can be in a room with 20 people, mm -hmm. um, and and I I can say dating relationship. I can say the work and employment and, and looking for a job or even being an entrepreneur and bidding on on new business. You can be right. in a room and you can present whatever, but they always say, you know, first impressions, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about the diversity that exists in the world mm -hmm. and there's no way in a relationship setting in, in, in any of those settings that I just talked about right. that you can really look at a person and know this is a better option for me. But I've done interviews, by the way. I've been, yeah. I've been hiring yeah. new people. Mm -hmm. And I can sit down with you for 20 minutes right? and, and see the qualities that I'm looking for and not see the qualities that I'm looking for right. in, in that conversation. And that's sales. And I can sit in uh, a, mm -hmm. a dating situation and, right. and have coffee with you for 30 minutes and I can see would mm -hmm. we relate to each other or would we not. But if I were just to look at you, or even try to vet you, look at your social media profiles and, yeah. and whatever's available, I wouldn't get that same experience. So I think that in life, you are always, always, always either selling or being sold to. And I don't disagree with that. What I'm saying is you can sell actively or you can sell passively. And for me, it's more of a passive thing. Honest to God truth, everything that has ever come to me has just come for, come to me. I have not pursued I anything not in that. life. I pursued everything. <laughs> I've never had to pursue things. And when I do try to pursue things, that's usually where we got issues. <laughs> Honestly, I think about, you know, college, like where I went to college was kind of a happenstance thing. I didn't even, I never even heard of the university. I just applied to it and got accepted, right? And even the jobs that I've gotten, like the job that I had at the Pentagon, a recruiter called me up one day and was like, hey, you want a job at the Pentagon? I'm like, how'd you get my resume? I'm not looking for a job. So like literally everything, even the entrepreneur thing, I didn't really want to be an entrepreneur, it just kind of happened. And so what I'm saying, like, I've never had to do these things. And so like, that's why it makes me so uncomfortable to even talk about it. And yeah. I'm just now starting to like, have the conversation with me about like, well, how much actually should I be charging, right? But I'm still not comparing it to other people. I'm just like, oh, I've, I've used to make this much. Now it feels like I'm worth more because <laughs> and I know how much the, the contracts are and like, I know how much we have to spend here. So I'm like doing deductive reasoning now to figure that out. But I still am not saying I need to compare myself to somebody else because honestly, I don't think there is anybody else I that I could compare it, myself it's so to. It's funny that you had that experience because right. I feel like I have to compare myself to other people in, mm -hmm. in like for salaries, for instance, mm -hmm. I've never been at this title. I've never known anyone with this title. I didn't know right, before right. I got this title, what this title paid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so the only way that I could know that I could walk into a room and it was being fairly compensated was right. for me to compare right. myself. Um, and I'd say the same thing about, <laughs> I, I said earlier while you were talking that I had never just had things fall at me or come to me mm -hmm. um, that's not true mm -hmm. I, I had a lot of relationships that just fell in my lap I had a I had jobs that just fell in my lap mm -hmm. um, and as I think about those things 
<laughs> She's like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 like I, knew, I knew. I was like, I, think I should have had some more standards. I, I think that if I oh would have said I'm worth more than this, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had some of the relationships that I had. Interesting, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a great point. I mean, that hasn't been my experience. Those The things in my life that have just come to me have actually been the best things <laughs> to me. And so this is what I always say in my head, like everything exceeds my expectations because my expectations yeah, really are so low. <laughs> like, and I think that's what it all is about. Like my expectations are just low. <laughs> so the Which universe surprises though. me. So guys, she says that. So I want to be clear. She says that when you meet her, you realize that her expectations aren't so low. My my, my expectations are pretty low. My standards are high. <laughs> <laughs> expectations okay. are low. I'll take that. I get that. I can relate that to yours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know that makes no sense. She's like, okay, girl, you crazy. <laughs> no, I, just because I know you. I don't think anyone else would get it, but I get that. I'm like, that's why I love her, y'all. Cause but so okay, so it. so so understanding your value. I did want to say this, this is something that's been prevalent, especially as me mm-hmm. being an employer and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is that I actually I, I really related to this from an employee perspective, and and I was in the situation where I have an employee, and they're like, I, I want more money. I think I deserve more money and whatnot. Right. And uh, they were like, I might leave to get more money, mm-hmm. and I value this employee. This employee is awesome. Right. But I was told that I could not give this employee more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just wasn't in the cards. Um, and and I was really excited because she came back to me and she said, I'm worth more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to stand for this. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go somewhere where they can appreciate the value that I bring. Mm-hmm. And that was huge for me because I didn't, that standard, so so talking about the difference between expectations and standards, right, I feel like she right. set a standard for herself that said that I won't accept below this thing. Right, um, right. And, and early in your career, that's hard to do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll tell you, I don't know if I talked about this here, but I stayed at a job way too long because mm-hmm. I didn't understand mm-hmm. the value right, <laughs> that I brought right. to the organization. I thought they were doing me a favor because they put mm-hmm. me in, in a position or they promoted me to a position that I had never seen myself in before and that was better than what I thought that I would get at the time. Right, um, right. So I, I think that just across the board though, why I said understanding your value is important because you are the only one who's truly going to protect you. Mm-hmm. Other people can be well intentioned, other people can, can spend a little time with you here and there. Right, um, right, but right. when it comes down to it, you have to understand your own value. Mm-hmm. And so you can make sure that everybody else treats you with that standard. Right, right. And and I think what we're getting at is I think we all have to figure out how it is we get to that value. Yep. <laughs> Whether that's comparison. by comparison yeah. or by deductive reasoning. <laughs> I mean, you got to figure it out. But at the end of the day, that's absolutely something that I can agree on. It's like you have to understand your value. And I say it hits so close to home for me because people take advantage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If, if they see that you can give them something and they can get it at a discount, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. get it for free sometimes. Like they will be selfish about that and they will wipe you dry and you will have nothing left for yourself. And so that's why that's in so many ways, guys. That's not, I mean, financially, emotionally, like, like everything you can think of. 
And so I think this this part of knowing your value is really creating that boundary. Like, what is it that you're going to get in return for this thing that you are giving up? Because you are giving something up and you could love doing it, right? But it's taking away from the other things you could be saying yes to. Yeah. Well, the well, then we're going to close this out. And I mean, I think we're going to have to revisit this conversation about work <laughs> because there's a lot more here than what we're able to discuss today. But until next time, folks, I'm your girl, Tamisha Nicole. And I'm Shana Dixon. And, and we, we are Black Girl Fly. Girl Fly.